Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Darwin Turf Talk with Sam Highland and Chris Nelson. Welcome to the first edition of Darwin Turf Talk. And we haven't got Chris Nelson here. He's, uh, I think he's on his way back from uh, Melbourne, so I'm going to be doing it at uh, the Lone Ranger today. But really looking forward to uh, Darwin Turf Talk. We're going to have a chat to Gary Lafoe, who's a good trainer up there at Darwin. Andrew O'Toole, who is on the line, ready to go. And Jade Hampson, who is an apprentice uh, riding up in Darwin and uh, has got an outstanding strike rate. Uh, in the short time she's been riding, she's been riding bags of winners. So uh, she's only going to get better from here on in. So looking forward to having a chat to Jade. But let's kick off with the main man, the CEO of NT Racing, and that's Andrew O'Toole. Andrew, welcome to Darwin Turf Talk. And thanks very much, Sam. Thanks for the call and uh, looking forward to having a bit of a chat. Yeah, we've got uh, Roant Day coming up on Saturday, uh, the 25th. Uh, at uh, Gates open at 12 o'clock, first race at 2.06. We've got seven races on the card and uh, looks like a, a popular race day. It's a traditional um, start of the carnival, I suppose you'd say, Sam. Um, we have eight days of the carnival, obviously, which kick off on uh, the 2nd of July. But this is what we uh, traditionally call Day Zero, uh, Roant Day. Uh, obviously, the Racehorse Owners and Trainers Association of the Northern Territory get behind this day, and they have done for many, many years. Always a good day, always good fields, and always good pointers to some of the features um, upcoming during the month of July. Yeah, and I guess, uh, as you say, this is the, this is the kickoff for the carnival. So this is uh, this is when we see a few of these horses sort of kicking off their preparations or early in their preparations uh, for what goes on in in the next sort of uh, couple of months and up there. And and uh, you'll be able to, or definitely, will be able to pick the eyes out of these fields and uh, for horses going forward to to the big days. A hundred percent, Sam. Uh, this is a day that the uh the punters uh, that keep an eye on Darwin Racing should uh, pay particular heed to, uh, as I mentioned, good-sized fields, a couple of really, uh, really good races in the higher grades, uh, looking forward to uh, the big races like the Palmerston Sprint and, and, of course, the Great Northern Darwin Cup. So um, the Rowan Gold Cup, a little bit light on numbers this year, Sam, uh, only the half dozen going round, but that said, uh, uh, two or three of those uh, I think you can look to with some confidence for the remainder of the carnival. Andrew, just give us a bit of an insight uh, into into yourself. Uh, obviously, the CEO of NT Racing up there. Uh, you're, you're a man that wears uh, many hats, Sky Channel presenter, um, a horse owner up there. Uh, uh, you got a bit going on. <laughs> you're not wrong, Sam. Yeah, um, many hats, not many fit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, been a, a lot a lifetime in racing. Uh, from a racing journalist back in my native uh, New Zealand to uh, working in the UK with the Sporting Life uh, in the early 90s. Um, back to New Zealand, uh, worked nine years at the Auckland Racing Club. Uh, then came to uh, Australia in uh, four years in Alice Springs, running the club uh, in the Red Centre. And I've been in Darwin since 2009. And uh, in this current role, uh, thoroughly racing uh, NT uh, boss role for almost 12 years. No wonder I've got no hair, mate. 
Well, we. So, how does a kiwi? Uh, how does a kiwi cope with the the heat uh, from obviously Alice Springs <laughs> to then Darwin? Because uh, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, they're both extremes. Yeah, absolutely. Coming from Auckland to Alice Springs, that was a bit of a culture shock, as you can imagine. <laughs> a, a city of uh, um, you know, two a couple of million at that time. There's more there now to uh, about 26,000 in the Alice. But uh, yeah, that was a bit uh, difficult to. Uh, oh, not difficult. It was uh, interesting. Um, but certainly you get used to the weather, you get used to the, the dry heat in the Alice, you know, 44 degrees in the dry and uh, down to minus six or seven in the, uh, uh, in the colder climes. But then coming to Darwin with the humidity and, uh, and uh, not at this time of the year, it's absolutely beautiful here at the present time. But, uh, yeah, you just get used to it. I don't think I could live uh, in a cold climate anymore, Sam. So um, over time, I suppose you acclimatise like horses do, I guess. Yeah, there are there, that. That's uh, that's fascinating, you know. And I, I think, uh, well, I've sort of got a couple of questions for Gary Lafoe uh, later on in in this podcast. But uh, just wondering how how it goes, how the heat uh, affects the horses, and 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 for horse trainers, you know, how they deal with. Um, uh, I suppose you know, being in in that uh, in in such a hot climate, you don't have to, you, you wouldn't have to do as much with horses. Would that be fair to say? hundred percent, Sam. You've hit the nail on the head. Uh, sometimes less is more in the top end. Certainly during the uh, the wet season, the, the months of sort of October through to March, um, you know, a lot of uh, trainers uh, have been here a long time, the likes of David Bates and Gary Clark and uh, and some of our leading trainers. And, and uh, yes, they don't. They don't gallop their horses like uh, trainers would in in other jurisdictions because of the uh, the humidity more so than the heat. Horses get used to um, the heat. Humidity, some horses don't handle. They get what we call the puffs, um, and when they get the puffs bad, here you've just got to send them away to a clearer climate. Um, Alice Springs is different again. It's a drier heat. Um, horses don't uh, puff like uh, they do in Darwin and the Alice. So, um, yeah, some horses handle it. Some just don't handle it, uh, Sam. And, of course, all our horses uh, come from somewhere else. They're all tried horses. All um, We've got no breeding um, breeding um, industry here in the top end. So they're all bought from interstate. As I say, some handle it, some don't. And, of course, the track conditions uh, are different again uh, from what they would be used to in the southern states. We're on the... Um, the sand uh, and uh, oil-based surface in both Alice Springs and Darwin, and then our three country tracks are uh, two of them are sand and one's a grass track. And how often does uh, well tell us uh, what what how what a week involves for Andrew O'Toole uh, as far as uh, as as I highlighted you you wear uh, quite a few hats and and I'm sure you sort of juggle it all uh, throughout the week. But a build up to a race day, um, what 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 is involved in in uh, in getting Roant Day being a successful day and obviously for, for the public and then owners and, you know, how how, how hands-on are you went, went with horses and, and the rest of it? Yeah, Sam, it's a good question. Obviously, it's uh, it's full on what we do. Um, obviously, Monday's nomination day for a Saturday race meeting, so we keep an eye on the noms and uh, uh, make a phone call or two if required if a trainer is forgotten, which uh, uh, on occasions they do. Um Obviously, um, the week uh, runs through with uh, weights on a Tuesday and uh, the many, 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 many phone calls that I get from uh, all uh, industry participants, be, be they jockeys looking to book flights to Alice or trainers looking to see where their horse is in, uh, in the picking order to get a run in, uh, in a feature race. Obviously, we do the, put the race book together on, uh, on a Wednesday once the fields are out. Um, and um, many, many other things besides. Obviously, um, I'm answerable, uh, answerable to a board, so we have about seven board meetings a year. 
um, 38 meetings in Darwin, 33 in Alice, uh, and three country meetings. So, um, yeah, it's certainly uh, many, many and varied uh, roles. Uh, obviously, the race day, as you say, I do the um, the Sky Channel presenting, keeps me um, out of the bar. Um, so, um, yeah, pl- plenty, plenty to do uh, during the week, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. And what about for, uh, excuse my ignorance in, in this, but uh, for how many how many horses would travel to Alice um, for, for a race meeting from Darwin? Is is it the bulk of the meeting that uh, are Darwin no, horses? Not, not only at carnival time, uh, Sam, do you get any um, significant number of horses go from Darwin to Alice and vice versa. Yep. Um, there's, um, at the moment in Alice Springs, there's about 130 horses in work. They... Um, this time of the year, they sort of race fortnightly during the uh, their winter. Um, and in Darwin at the present time, we're probably pushing 240 horses at the present moment with Carnival on, a number of visitors here. Probably the visitor numbers this year are a little bit down on uh, what uh, we've seen in, in more recent years. But um, on the flip side of that, the local trainers, the Gary Clarks, the Phil Coles, the Chris Pollards, those guys have got more horses than they would have had uh, in um, in recent years, so overall we might be ten or fifteen percent down on uh, horse numbers, and obviously that's significant when you're looking at uh, another nine race meetings till uh, till Cup Day on the first of August. So hopefully we uh, we don't run out of horses, and uh, and uh, trainers um, place them expertly as they always do, and we have uh, good sized fields like we've got on Saturday. Yeah, and that's uh, also we put a shout out for for any horses that uh, are maybe a bit out of form down south, and and uh, I know. Uh, my brother Chris and and uh, Matthew back in the day, he he sent uh, quite a few horses. I think Protester. I think it might have won a Guineas or a yes. Derby or something. Oh, gee, it was a cockroach. I think he won horse. the Derby for. Did he? Yeah. yeah, I think he won the Derby for Stephen Brown. Yeah, he That's was right. a pretty good horse, Protester. Yeah. yeah. So look, you know, as you would know, Sam, uh, tried horses are getting harder and harder and harder to buy. Um, obviously, the uh, the online sales have made a a real change to the way in which. Uh, People buy their horses, um, and we're no exception. And of course, we're a long way away from anywhere, um, and um, always difficult to compete with the um, the southern states and the eastern seaboard states, which um, have um, you know obviously impressive stake money. We're a little bit behind uh, uh, those states, but um, that said, we're um, uh, probably never going to compete just due to our um, you know tyranny of distance, with only uh, you know two race courses um, in the main separated by 1,500 k's in the territory. It doesn't make it easy. But but that said, the industry uh, is going well. It's going strongly. We get good support from the Northern Territory government. And, um, and uh, yeah, some, some very good trainers and horsemen up here and, uh, and some good jockeys. And I know you're going to speak to young Jade uh, in a little while. Yeah, looking forward to, looking forward to that because uh, she's been doing a fantastic job, hasn't she? Oh, she certainly has. Only been uh, riding a very short time. Unfortunately, she uh, had a had a fall and and had a heel on fracture of the ankle. That just set her back a little bit of time. But um, rode a winner at a very first ride. Uh, she's only ridden, I think, in five race meetings uh, all told, and she's ridden six winners. Um, the four kilo claim's gone. She rode a double in Alice Springs last Sunday and a winner um, in Darwin on the Saturday. So um, yeah, she's certainly a, a young lady to keep a very close eye on going forward. And what about uh, the, the um, your owners, uh, Andrew? The, like, as far as um, you, you have owners from from all over the place. I know uh, I have a good mate, Ray Dando, that uh, that used to go to Alice every year on on a bit of a. Uh, it was almost like a bit of a footy trip, and he's involved in some horses up there at Darwin. And but he had horses at, at Alice as well. So um, you know, it's that there's also owners from right around Australia. 
that's exactly right, Sam. We're uh, we're fortunate in that uh, uh, all our racing in the territory these days is covered on Sky Channel. So um, if you're an owner in Victoria and you've got a horse in Darwin or Alice Springs, you can certainly see it race. Um, there's look, I wouldn't know the exact percentage percentages, but I would think there's something like. Um, 40% of owners that race horses in the Territory are from interstate. Um, obviously, a good number uh, based here in, in the top end as well as uh, in Alice Springs and other places in the Territory besides. But, um, yeah, we certainly have a lot of interest from interstate owners, uh, some good guys um, from Victoria, Simon Hine and Aaron Kingshot. They're great supporters of uh, Territory racing. Greg Stewart races a lot of horses in Alice Springs because um, he's based in Adelaide. So, um, yeah, they, uh, they come from far and wide to race horses in the Territory. And good to see uh, Tommy Logan and, and Sonia Wiseman uh, basing themselves up there in, in Darwin. I, I know Tommy well from when he was a jump jockey. Uh, he's a fantastic horseman. And uh, I see he's got a horse, uh, Poupe. Uh, this horse, uh, I actually backed it a few times and tipped it a few times uh, when it was going around the sunny coast. And it, uh, it won three in a row in Darwin last prep. Going super. Um, Tommy's, as you say, is a very, very good horseman. Um, I think he's, uh, he's strike rate. I think he's had about eight winners from about 19 starters. He's, um, he's going super since he uh, um, got back into the training uh, ranks up here. He's a, a welcome participant, rides a lot of work. Uh, and Sonia, of course, she's going great. Had a bad fall here at Carnival time last year, but um, she's bounced back in, in super style, Super Sonia, and she's um, riding winners all over the place. I think she's sitting... Uh, third on the uh, premiership here behind Jared Todd and Paul Shires and um, frequently travels between Darwin and Alice to ride. So they're um, two of our uh, uh, younger stars, I suppose you'd say, and, and Tommy's got um, a handful of uh, very handy horses, Poopy being certainly one of them. Looking forward to seeing the clash of Poopy and Ideas Man on Saturday. And, uh, of course, Jared Todd, who rides bags of winners up there in Darwin, he's the leading jockey uh, this season. And, and then, uh, overall, uh, your leading jockey around the traps, Stan Sakos, who, would you believe, uh, we used to catch the apprentice school bus together, Stan and I. Well, Stan used to, <laughs> Stan, Stan used to come from Geelong. I, I'm trying, uh, he was apprenticed to Megs Elkington, Stan, and... Uh, uh, yeah, he spent a bit of time out of racing, but uh, yeah, good to see him back on deck, back in the pigskin and and riding winners. Oh, for sure, he's uh, he's a real asset to uh, Territory Racing. Stan, uh, very good rider, um, has had a lot of success uh, in Alice Springs with the Terry Gillette Stable in recent times. Uh, he's here in Darwin at the present time for the Carnival. Uh, he's got an association with the Kim Hahn uh, Stable from Bendigo. He's got a couple of uh, handy horses going, Kim, including our Destria, who's heading towards the Chief Ministers uh, on day two of the Carnival, and then hopefully the uh, the Darwin Cup. But um, yeah, Toddy, he's um, he's a fixture here in the top end. Him and his family, uh, leading rider for I think the last three years, um, ridden you know well over a thousand winners, and and Stan uh, similarly very good riders. Both of them um, could compete, uh, I'm sure, anywhere in Australia, and, and obviously have. In, uh, in Victoria in, uh, in previous times. So um, we've got a shortage of uh, riders. There's no doubt about that in the top end. We're trying to bring a number of apprentices through. Jade Hampson, obviously, a, a very good advertisement for young riders uh, looking to uh, make their mark in the territory in territory racing ranks. We've got another couple of um, uh, young ladies not far away, Dakota Gillette in uh, the Red Centre, uh, daughter of Terry and Leanne, and uh, Emma Lyons. Uh, she won't be far away either from... Um, uh, kicking off her riding career based here in the top end with Phil Cole. So um, 
it's obviously, as I mentioned, we don't get the opportunities or the riders don't get the opportunities that you would in the southern states, but um, certainly a good place to start your career and uh, look at the likes of the Stephen Arnolds that, and the Ethan Browns that came out of uh, the Red Centre and uh, have ended up um, fantastic riders in other jurisdictions. Yeah, that's a fantastic point. Fantastic to see those young riders coming through and, as you say, the highlighted some guns. Well, all the Arnolds, uh, you know, have had great success, haven't they? Uh, and and that's where they kicked off in Alice. So uh, yeah, fantastic point. Now, have you got to say? Uh, have you got us a winner for Roant Day on Saturday? Oh, look, it's good. It's good meeting uh, Sam. But um, I think best bet of the day for me is in race four, number two, Manly Cove, trained by our leading trainer, nine-time leading trainer Gary Clark. He'll be ten times uh, in a row when uh, the uh, season ends, and Jared Todd aboard. Has um, been a little disappointing, but back to somewhere near his best uh, last time out. Um, and uh, I think um, with even luck in the 62, 1100 metres, Manly Co will be winning. So race four, number two. Andrew, I saw on your Twitter profile uh, uh, you're an All Blacks Warriors supporter. Uh, just <laughs> Steve Hansen. Uh, I, I, I was uh, watched him uh, being interviewed on, on uh, the coverage of uh, Royal Ascot last week, and what a win with his horse of na- Nature Strip. Oh, he's a, he's a uh, he's a great racing supporter, is uh, Steve Hansen, of course. And uh, yes, what a win by the uh, by the great sprinter. And uh, yeah, yeah, he did a great job for New Zealand rugby for many many years. And um, let's hope those uh, those days uh, will continue. Uh, although I think the Australians uh, are, uh, might have something to say with the World Cup upcoming uh, in not too in the not too distant future. Looking forward to it. Well, best of luck with uh, Ryan Day. Really looking forward to to the card card on on Saturday. Thanks very much, Sam. Thanks very much for uh, giving us a call and for your time. No worries. There's Andrew O'Toole, the CEO of NT Racing, and uh, yeah, they've got a great day on Saturday with uh, Roant Day. It'll be uh, well supported, and uh, yeah, we want everybody to uh, tune in to Sky Channel. You'll see Andrew's tips and uh, have a bet there on uh, Saturday. It'll be a good card ahead. This is Darwin Turf Talk with Sam Highland and Chris Nelson. Welcome back to Darwin Turf Talk. And I have a very impressive jockey on the line, Jade Hampson, who has only been riding a short time. She's got an outstanding strike rate of 30%, 20 rides for six winners. Uh, Jade, welcome to Darwin Turf Talk. And that is some record you're building there. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, it started off great for me. Thanks. So, Jade, you grew up around around horses. Uh, your, your mother was a horse trainer? Yes. Yeah, always been around the horses. She was a trainer. Uh, we're in Jolton to start with and then went to Broome for five years, riding racehorses down the beach. And um, once I moved to Darwin, I started riding track work. Always had my mindset on becoming a jockey and finally started. So been good. Tell us a bit about that, uh, training horses at Broome. It's such a, a fantastic landscape when you watch the races and, and there was races on uh, just there this week and and you look in the background there, it looks just beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful and the horses love it there. There's so many different places you can work them out in the bush out the back or take them down the beach or work them on the track. It's great. Um, good, good three months of racing there and good atmosphere to be around 
What would the uh, horse population be there at, at Broome? Do, do people just train at Broome? Excuse my ignorance here, but it, or is there is there surrounding towns that 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 have uh, race meetings where where horses come and travel from? So Broome only races uh, three months a year, and everyone usually from down south, from Perth or um, uh, Albany or places like that down south, will bring horses up for the three months um, to race. And they do have country meeting at a place called Derby. They race there twice a year, um, but it's yeah, it's just a three month sort of thing, carnival and. People all go there from different places down south in WA and get get some time away out of the winter weather. And as you say, uh, there's different training methods there, but I, I would imagine that training on the beach is uh, pretty popular. It, yeah, it's very popular. Beach gets pretty busy and everyone does it. You've, you've got your soft track at the top near the sand dunes that you can work on or you can walk them in the water or... Even galloping them on the beach, um, that quite of, often happens. And what was the influence with you uh, moving to Darwin and, and, and basing yourself there? So we actually um, moved to Darwin. I moved with mum and we came here because of the... I came for school. Um, there's a Cert 2 in racing course that Smithman College runs and I uh, wanted to really do that and I was... Um, said on that and we wanted to get out of Broome so Darwin was the place to come and it's such a good lifestyle we'd come up for holidays and we loved it so um, yeah that's how we ended up in Darwin. And then how long ago was it that you 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 know obviously being based uh, being being involved with horses all along uh, when was the time when you thought gee I'm going to have a go at, at being a jockey here? Um I always knew I wanted to be a jockey. It was just a matter of waiting till I was old enough to actually sign up and get my license. So there was no questions as to what I wanted to be. That's fantastic. Now, I, I also read in an article uh, that you spent a bit of time down in, in South Australia uh, riding work at Morfordville and Murray Bridge and South Strathalbyn. Yeah, yes, I went down. I've actually done a bit of... Uh, work in WA Ascot for Simon Miller a couple of years ago and uh, recently I've been going to SA a fair bit and writing track work and trials down there for Richard Jolly and um, a few other bigger trainers down there so it's been good experience just to learn some new things and ride around with different people. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, you learn a lot from the jockeys in Darwin, but then when you go, obviously, down south and you, you can uh, ride with a, a, a bigger pool of, of jockeys, a uh, bigger pool of horses, and, and you get to learn a bit more along the way. Yeah, definitely, and it's also different racing down there. Up here, we go a lot harder than they would in races down there, um, and it's riding on grass was good experience as well, so all a learning curve and it has to be done now so since uh basing yourself in darwin or kicking off in in darwin and i think you said you started riding uh in april uh yeah you've got a fantastic record and obviously getting really good support i've got great support i've got so many good trainers around me and the jockeys helping me out every day so um it all comes with hard work as well you know you've got to 
put in the work to get the rides and but you've got to also have the trainers around you that will help you out and put you on. And something else I noticed uh, in Darwin, that there's a good pool of female jockeys up there as well. Yeah, there never used to be, but now there's um, the females are starting to really get a few numbers here and um, the jockey's room's getting a bit crowded, so <laughs> good to see. Uh, you had a good day. You had a good day at uh, Alice Springs uh, last week with a, with a couple of winners there. Yeah, it was actually my first time in Alice, so um, it was even though it's the same surface track sort of thing, it was a lot different riding there to Darwin, and um, I was lucky enough to get on some nice horses and have three rides and got a double for the day, so that was nice. Sedona won for Phil Cole, and the money was on there, two twenty-five into a dollar ninety. Yeah, I didn't know that until after, but um, glad glad it won. But he won. He's a really smart horse. He's um, definitely did it pretty easy. So it was a sit and steer kind of job. They're the ones you want, and then I uh, see you won on a Zell ring for Lisa Whittle, who was also back. Yeah, Zell ring. He he's um. He came in to a short, shorter price than what he opened up at, but he's a smart horse. He's different, uh, different ride to what I have been riding. Got further back and worked his way through the field. It was nice to get on a horse like that for a change, and uh, hopefully I can stay on him. Now, looking uh, at your book of rides on Saturday, let's run through in the first race at Darwin. You're riding Pembroke Castle. What are you expecting with this horse? Um, I rode him a couple of weeks ago. He's a really nice horse. He should, I think he's one of my best of the day. Um, I'm happy with how he's going. So I would dare say he'd be a short price. Drawn, uh, drawn okay, three kilos off, but uh, can he put himself in a spot? He's obviously had two runs under his belt uh, this time round. Uh, but he, he uh, yeah, can he put himself on the speed here? Uh, he won't need to be on the speed. He can sprint home a bit. Uh, we'll just sit off at it um, and then try and work our way home. He doesn't. He can lead, but he doesn't have to. So that's the joys of him. He's very versatile. In race two, you're riding Zoo de Z, who's going to appreciate the claim, gets into the race with no weight. Yeah, big old horse. He's nice um, riding him for the boss. So hopefully... We can um, get some results with him, but he's very uh, a bit questionable. I'm I'm happy with how he's going, and I'm confident on him. So we'll just see what happens there. He's had his uh, first up couple of runs uh, here in Queensland, and then uh, it's going to be his first run in uh, Darwin. This is good to see. Yeah, he, yeah go on. Yeah, he came uh, last year for us, and um, he won on Cup Day. Right. He's actually a good horse, yeah. And then in race three, you've got Testino, and this horse has been about the money. Yeah, Testino, he, um, he had a start not long ago, and he had a fair while off uh, due to injury. I like this horse a lot. He's smart and should be going really good this Saturday. In race four, you're riding Fra Gore who, uh, for Gary Lafoe and... Uh, this horse is first up today. Yeah, he's new new to the NT. He's been uh, working nice for the stable, so 
it'll be interesting to see what he does and uh, if he handles the dirt. Only lightly raced that horse, so a bit of upside to him, isn't there? Yeah, yep. It's um, it'll definitely be a bit of a um, just see how we go and try our best. Race five, you're riding Adora Dancer, who is uh, effective at the trip, but uh, uh, is another. Has this horse been up to Darwin before? Uh, yeah, this horse was up here last carnival, I believe, and um, probably just needed that extra year to get going. I've been riding that horse work and um, really like it. It's a nice horse, so uh, confident about that one. And in the lucky last, you've got a uh, quick return for Heather Lehman. Uh, now, this horse will appreciate the claim. Drawn gate one, so it should get a sweet run. Yeah, I rode this horse uh, last start here in Darwin. Um, it is a smart horse and it'll definitely enjoy the claim. Barrier one's perfect, so hope, hope for the best there. All right, Jade. So if we've got to put our house on one, which one are you going to the races most confident about on Saturday, Roant Day? I I think I, it'd be fair to say I'm most confident about Pembroke Castle. Rightio. So that'll start the day well for you with Pembroke Castle. Third up gets in uh, with 56 kilos. And how do you go with the, your weight? Are you, uh, you can ride any weight. Yeah, I'm a natural lightweight, so I'm lucky there. I actually struggled to get the weight on the horses and find weight to put on the saddles, so I'm very lucky with that. Well, that's a good problem to have. Uh, I tell yeah. you what, I, I see that Pembroke Castle. My dad trained its mother, Callista, for Robert Anderson. Oh. So there you go. There's a bit of uh, a bit of useless information for you. Uh, this is the other question <laughs> I have for you. I saw this the other day on uh, in the best bets. Wet fast. This track rating wet fast. Uh, obviously, so when it's wet, it goes quicker, does it? The ground. Yeah. So when it's wet, it's a gets a hard, It's a harder track than normal. Okay. So they um go a lot quicker on it on the hard track. So. And then how do we go? How do you go with the kickback? Uh, the kickback at the moment's been pretty good. Um. It does hurt. It's not great. Uh, some horses handle it and some don't. Righto. Well, there you go. Well, hopefully you're out in front and you can uh, just be kicking back on everyone behind you. Best of luck, Jade, with the weekend. We're going to load up on Pembroke Castle. Thanks for joining us and uh, keep up the good form. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There is Jade Hampson, who has been riding up an absolute storm. I only had her licence since uh, April. And... Uh, has uh, got six winners on the board from 20 rides, so fantastic strike rate, and uh, going to the races confident uh, for Saturday's meeting. And that is us for Darwin Turf Talk. We're going to catch up with Gary Lafoe, but uh, we can't get on to him this morning, so we're going to have a chat to him uh, next week. I'm sure we'll uh, book in a time. That's our first edition of Darwin Turf Talk. We'll be back again next week with myself and Chris Nelson and... Yeah, we'll have uh, winners to be found for next Saturday's meeting.